Blog Talk Radio. Psalm 82, a psalm of Asaph. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. How long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, Ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men, and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. Well, good afternoon for those who are on the east coast of the United States. For those in the central region, it will almost be 12 o'clock. Those on the west coast, it's still the morning. Hope you're having a good breakfast. And around the world, my name is Kennard, and I'm your host for the Merciful Servants of God, Biblical Instructional program. Uh, for those who woke up early uh, expecting me to broadcast at 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I apologize. I had a trip that I had to attend to, or I, I went to Florida this week, and uh, I hardly got any sleep, and <laughs> obviously my body needed to rest. So I humbly apologize. I'm human like everyone else, and um, I'm going to do the best I can to be available for now on at 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I may change it to 12, I don't know, but I will let you know. So again, I humbly apologize. This program today will be about uh, the book of Revelation. I'm still into the book of Revelation. I'm going to cover the entire book of Revelation. So far, I have covered... uh, six verses, and I'm at Revelation chapter 1, verse 6, where it states, And hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So I'm going to explain, first of all, what is he talking about that he's going to make us, uh, that's, of course, righteous people that keep the commandments, uh, kings and priests unto God and his Father. So I'm going to go into detail about what that means. But first, I'm going to uh, make a couple of uh, announcements or reminders about this program. First of all, I would love for you to help spread this message of the good news of the kingdom of God. Share this program with your friends and associates by using any of the social media tools on the Blog Talk Radio webpage. It's located on the left of your screen. You see my picture on the left of my screen. You should see the social media tools. Please share this program. It will not cost you anything to do that. Also, please click the Merciful Service of God link that I have on the page. It's highlighted. Click that to like my Facebook page. Also, connect to my personal Facebook account by clicking Kennard, Levy, or Levi Brown. Go to my website by clicking www.mercifulserviceofgod.com 
in your name and email address to receive our free Bible instruction newsletter. If you are logged into Facebook, this will be a very, very simple process. Then you will see a Facebook box. Just click the Submit button, and you will start receiving my free Bible instruction newsletter. So I just want to explain that to you, and it's, what I just told you is listed in the box. Um, you see my picture, and then below it will have all this information. I would appreciate it if you spread this message of the good news of the kingdom of God to as many people as you know that are interested in the true message of the Bible. Because the book of Revelation reveals the true message of the Bible has not been preached to the whole world. Revelation chapter 12, verse 9 states this, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Hasatan, or Satan, which deceives or tricks the entire world. He's doing it as I'm speaking right now, ladies and gentlemen. But it is prophesied that this gospel of the kingdom will go out into all the world before the coming of the Messiah. Um, I'm doing a small part of that. Other Torah teachers around the world are doing that. But the two witnesses and an angel will around the world before the coming of the Messiah. They will do that great work around the world. We are just uh, a preview of that great work that will happen. Uh, Revelation chapter 14, verse 6, explains this. And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation and kindred, tongue, and people. In verse 7, saying with a loud voice, Fear God! And give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him that made heaven and earth, and the sea, and the fountains of waters. So, this is going to be a final warning. When you look at the book of Revelation, and we're going to cover this too when we get to uh, the chapter 11, it talks about the two witnesses, and then they were killed or murdered. And you look at that chapter, they were murdered. And their bodies were laying in the street near Jerusalem, and people were jumping up and down, and they were happy that they were dead. And they said these two prophets tormented them that live on the earth. And obviously this message, everyone heard it, and a lot of people didn't like it. Well, let's turn to that, Revelation chapter 11. Revelation chapter 11. It states right here, Verse 7, and Revelation 11, verse 7, And when they shall have finished their testimony, their prophecy testimony, the beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them and shall overcome them and kill them. In verse 8 of Revelation chapter 11, And their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. Verse 9, And they of the people and kindreds and tongues and nations shall see their dead bodies. Three days and a half. It doesn't mean three and a half years, as most people or some people have been deceived into thinking, but three days and a half and shall not allow or suffer their dead bodies to be put in graves. Verse 10, and they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them. The entire world will rejoice over them, the majority, and make merry and shall send gifts one to another because these two prophets tormented them that dwelt on earth. It was torment to most of the people on the earth because they didn't want to hear the message. So this is proof that they are also going to preach the good news. It's not good news to most of them, but it's good news to me and to anyone that realizes that important message that a human being could ever hear. And then the good news also, and we're going to cover this chapter in Revelation chapter 7, 
that is going to be a whole group of, of nations. Let's turn to that. Let's turn to that. Revelation chapter 7. And we will go over this, too, in detail, but I, I'm highlighting it now. Revelation chapter 7. Because this is a book that we must understand, folks. Things are going to get tough. And I believe that God is leading me to preach uh, in a simple way the message of the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 7. And it states here, beginning in verse 9, After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, which means languages, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. Verse 10, And cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sits upon the throne and unto the Lamb. And verse 11, And all the angels stood around about the throne, and the elders and the four beasts, and fell before the throne on their faces and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. Verse 13, And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes? And where do they come from? Verse 14, And I said unto him, Sir, you know. And he said to me, these are they which came out of great tribulation, the same great tribulation that the greatest prophet of all time stated in Matthew chapter 24. Hold your place here, Revelation 7, verse 14. Let's go to Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24, verse 14. He states, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness, Two witnesses, hint, 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 for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. This tells you that that gospel will be preached by the two witnesses unto all nations, and then shall the end come. And then, when the two witnesses are killed, and that seven trump sounds, and then God is merciful. He's going to have the angel preach the gospel around the world before the seven vials are executed upon the earth. And that's another Bible study. But anyway, that's what he was talking about here. Ministers have preached, well, my work right now is going to preach the gospel around the world, so you've got to give to us so that we can preach the gospel around the world. Well, let, let, let me give you some facts, folks. All right? If you go to the joshuaproject.com, or you can just type in Joshua, Joshua Project, this website tells you that it's only been over 2 billion people, actually over 4 billion people that have heard the name of Jesus, that have even heard about the Bible, okay? There's over 2 billion people, as I'm speaking right now, that has never even heard the name of Jesus. Now, of those 4 billion people that have heard the name of Jesus and are familiar with the Bible, most of them don't even know the true message of the Bible. They don't understand uh, the Bible. They think that Jesus came to nail the law to the cross. So they have not even heard the true message of the kingdom of God. And so I want you to understand something. This gospel of the kingdom of God has not been preached around the world as a witness unto all nations yet. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm just one man. Right now, he's using me and other Torah teachers to, or ministers to reach 
people that he's calling right now. He's calling a certain amount of people right now. He's not calling the entire world to be saved right now, folks. That's going to happen later on. In in verse 14, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. Gospel has not been preached around the world. A false gospel has been preached around the world, folks. Right? So this prophecy has yet to be fulfilled. That's why Yeshua has not come yet. That's why Jesus, Yeshua is his Hebrew name. That's why he's not come yet. All right? And when this trouble starts, that's when this gospel will start to be preached around the world by the two witnesses, as a witness, as it states, unto all nations. And then shall the end come. I only have a reach of over 2 billion people over the Internet. And God is just using me to reach the people that he's calling right now. And he's calling these people to be kings and priests in this kingdom so that these kings and priests can help other people. See to Matthew chapter 24. When you therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place, that one phrase, stand in the holy place, proves that the temple of God must be built again, and it will be built again in these end times. If you go to the templeinstitute.org website, they are already making plans to build the temple. They already have Levitical priests prepared to give sacrifices. They already have the construction, the architecture of the temple already created and planned. So this prophecy will be uh, fulfilled according to Revelation chapter 11, starting in verse 1 to 2. Verse 16 of Matthew chapter 24. Then let them which be in Judea, that is the West Bank today, flee into the mountains. Verse 17. Let him which is on a housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Verse 18. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take clothes. And woe or great sorrow unto them that are with child and to them that get suck in those days. Verse 20. But pray ye that your flight be not into in the winter, neither on the Shabbat day, which means that the true believers of God will be keeping the Sabbath day. Verse 21, For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. No flesh. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Let's go back to Revelation. Chapter 7. Now you understand what tribulation they came out of. The tribulation I just told you, courtesy of the words of Christ in red letters. So, that is the good news that a lot of people will be saved. They're going to be saved because of the tribulation. And you look at the prophet Isaiah and what he said. Isaiah chapter 26. Isaiah chapter 26. Verse 9, with my soul have I desired thee in the night, yes, or yea, with my spirit within me will I seek thee early. For when thy judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. What is righteousness? Psalm 119, verse 172, righteousness is keeping the commandments, 
It is the commandments. Okay? So that's the reason why these terrible things must happen, because the majority of human beings on the earth, ladies and gentlemen, are wicked, according to the Bible. A lot of them don't even know what they're doing. They don't know. But God will have mercy on them. The true way of life is narrow, folks. Matthew 7, verse 14, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way, which leads into life. And few, few in the Greek means puny in this translation. There be that fight it. And this is, of course, before the great tribulation, the time that never has been and never will be, because when that happens, of course, when adults get spanked, most of them are going to respond. A lot of them will. Although it's going to be a good bunch that's not, unfortunately, as, as we're going to get into in the book of Revelation. This is a serious message, ladies and gentlemen. A friend of mine asked me, what do you think the gospel of the kingdom, what, what is it? Well, it's the good news being able to enter into the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, as explained, if you want to know the entire plan of God, ladies and gentlemen, read 1 Corinthians chapter 15. It explains the entire plan of God in a simple way. It tells you the reason why the Messiah had to come. It tells you the reason why he died. It tells you what's going to happen to you if you repent and learn how to keep God's commandments. It tells you the, the entire plan, what's going to happen at the end. It tells you everything that you need to know to start really doing deep Bible study, ladies and gentlemen. So if you want to know what the gospel of the kingdom of God is, simply read 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and study it. If you have any questions, please email me at kennard at mercifulserviceofgod.com. And for free, I'll be glad to provide you any answer, um, provide you with the answers that you need to um, further your growth in understanding the true God of the Bible. Okay, so let me quickly cover some world news um, that is occurring here. I know my wife told me about this one. It says, Israel issues warning on report on Iran bomb. And this is at uh, Koenig's website, uh, www.watch.org. It says, a new report that says Iran may need as little as a month to produce enough uranium for a nuclear bomb is further evidence for why Israel would take military action before that happens. An Israeli defense official said Friday, I quote, We have made it crystal clear in all possible forms that Israel will not stand by and watch Iran develop weaponry that will put us, the entire Middle East, and eventually the world under an Iranian umbrella of terror. Danny Dannon, Israeli's deputy defense minister, told USA Today. Iran is developing and installing new and advanced centrifuges that enable Iran to enrich even low-enriched uranium to weapons-grade uranium needed for nuclear weapons within weeks, Dannon said. I quote, This speedy enrichment capability will make timely detection an effective response to an Iranian nuclear breakout increasingly difficult, end of quote, he said. Iran could build nuclear bomb within one month. All right, folks, this is some serious information. Let's wake up. Let's stop thinking that we're saved. All right, especially when you're sinning, you're not keeping the commandments like you're supposed to. You know, if you're listening to me, 
God is calling you right now, folks. The Father is calling you. Let's look at John chapter 6. John chapter 6. And if you can understand what I'm saying, he's calling you to repent, folks. John 6, verse 44. No man can come to me. That's what Yeshua is saying. No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him. Influence you. Okay? The Father has to influence you. And if you're listening to me, he's influencing you. Okay? He's dragging you. He's dragging you to me. And I will raise him up at the last day. Now, Yeshua, you, know, you can't come to Yeshua. Yeshua's in heaven, so Yeshua's going to use his servants. I'm one of them. And he's going to draw you to me to teach you. Romans chapter 10 states the following. Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. Verse 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Verse 14, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. And I'm preaching the gospel of peace, ladies and gentlemen. Peace, plainly, is the following. In Psalms 119, Psalms 119, beginning in verse 165. Great peace have they which love thy law, or Torah, or instructions, and nothing shall offend them. Lord, I have hoped for thy salvation and done thy commandments. You hope for the salvation of God by keeping the commandments. You have peace by keeping the commandments. That's the message that I preach. That is the gospel of peace, ladies and gentlemen. That's world news. Please pay attention to that, ladies and gentlemen. Go over this website and prepare. Prepare for catastrophes, ladies and gentlemen, because they're going to come. They're going to come. Do all you can. Proverbs 22, verse 3, A prudent man foresees the evil and hides himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Prepare like Noah did in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7. Hebrews 11, verse 7, because these are the days of Noah. Hebrews 11, verse 7, states plainly, By faith Noah, being warned of God, of things not yet seen, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Okay. Let's go back to Revelation. And have made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. What does this mean? What does this mean? Well, it simply means, ladies and gentlemen, what it says. Revelation chapter. It means that those who and those who are keeping the commandments of God to the best of their ability and realize that the law was not nailed to the cross, will be made kings and priests. That's what it's saying. Revelation 5, verse 10 states this, And has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. In Revelation chapter 20, verse 4, it states, And I saw thrones, 
and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them, and I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Yeshua, or Jesus, and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received a mark upon their foreheads and in their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Reign means as a king, as a king. Psalm 149, verse 5. Psalm 149, verse 5. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Verse 6 of Psalm 149. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishments upon the people, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron to execute upon them ju uh, the judgment written. This honor have all the saints. This is what we will have. If you overcome, you will have that. You will rule over the nations. Ladies and gentlemen, he's calling you to do that, to help him rule over the world and the entire universe, ladies and gentlemen. That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. Revelation 2, verse 26. And he that overcometh and keeps my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. Verse 27, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my father. And I will give him the morning star. He that has an ear, do you have an ear? Listen and understand. Let him hear what? The Spirit says unto the assemblies of the churches, the people of God, the true people of God, not the ones that believe in their, uh, the, 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 the laws nailed to the cross. Those who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. That's who he's talking to. Revelation chapter 12. Well, Revelation chapter 12, verse 17. And the dragon was angry with the woman and went to make war with the remainder of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Those are the ones that will be kings and priests in the kingdom of God. Luke, chapter 19, is a parable, the parable of the pounds. Tells you, gives you a preview of the responsibility that the saints will have in the kingdom. Luke 19, verse 12, he said, therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. Verse 14, but his citizens hated him and sent the message after him, saying, We will not have this man to reign over us. In other words, they won't, we won't have God reign over us. Verse 15, and it came to pass that when he returned, having received the kingdom, then he commanded these servants to be called unto him to whom he had given the money that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Verse 16, Then came the first, saying, Lord, thy pound have gained ten pounds. Verse 17 of Luke 19. And he said unto him, Well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in a very little, have thou authority over ten cities. Verse 18. And the second came, saying, Lord, thy pound have gained five pounds. Verse 19. And he said, Likewise him, be thou also over five cities. And Luke 19, verse 20. And another came, saying, Lord, behold, here is thy power, which I have kept laid up in a napkin. For I have feared thee, because thou art an austere man. Austere means uh, a rough man. Thou take it up 
that thou layest not down, and reap that thou didst not sow. Which is a false accusation. Verse 22, And he said unto him, Out of thine own mouth will I judge thee, thou wicked servant. Thou knew that I was an astute man, taking up that I laid down, and reaping that I did not sow. And he tried to make him seem like he was a very harsh person, and he wasn't. Verse 22, Wherefore then gavest not thou my money into the bank, that at my coming I might have re- required my own with usury? And he said unto them that stood by, Take from him the pound, give it to him that has ten pounds. And they said unto him, Lord, he has ten pounds. For I say unto you that unto every one which have shall be given. And from him that has not even that he has shall be taken away from him. Taken away from him. So please remember that, ladies and gentlemen. And this concludes the Bible study on that particular verse. And I'm going to pick up on the other verses uh, next week, uh, God willing. And may the great Yah, which is short for God in Hebrew, bless and keep you. And Elohim willing, I'll be available to you next week. Shalom, which means peace in Hebrew. Malachi chapter 4. For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. And ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. Remember ye the law of Moses my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb for all Israel, with the statutes and judgments. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse.